0: is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. I have a very, very special treat for you tonight. Not just one, but two amazing people will be joining. In fact, I'm not even going to tease you about it. I'm going to bring on a very, very dear friend of mine. His name is Jason Nast, and he's coming on at this very moment. So, everyone, welcome to the show. One the only, Mr. Jason Nast. How are you doing tonight, buddy?
1: Hey, terrific, terrific. Thanks for inviting me on tonight. I am super excited about today's show.
0: Really excited about it. Absolutely. So am I. And, uh, you know, Jill Lublin, who is the scheduled guest for the show, is coming on. She will be on in a little while. And until she shows uh, up on our stage, we are going to have some fun. And we're going to talk about a little bit of reflection over past publicity types of strategies and marketing. Why? Because it's right down the path of what Jill Lublin is expert in. So is this gentleman to my left, to your right on the screen. And by the way, I want everybody to know, see that, that beautiful red and white logo above Jason's left shoulder on the upper right? That is his company. That is a company called The Big Insider Secrets. And Jason and his company sponsor our show each and every week, uh, amongst other things, including uh, a masterclass that I put on. And with this, you, if you stay on live to the end, you will have the ability to enter to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Once again, all compliments of this gentleman and his company, The Big Insider Secrets, so you want to stick around. Uh, these okay i'll let you say it this time these are legitimate vacation stays in other words you're not going to go to a resort <sighs> and they're not going to take you down into the basement and water torch you for three hours <laughs> without a timeshare no yeah. how do we know that well jason take it away
1: i am a traveler i love to travel as you well know and so i invested in a uh, in a company a long time ago that helps me travel the world and i um i i i pre-buy a lot of places all around the world. And I personally have been to four of the resorts. Um, they're absolutely amazing. And uh I just love it. I've been to uh to, to, to the resorts down in Mexico, one in Florida, one in Las Vegas. And I just they're just great. Um I took my daughter down there just for a week and uh Lazy River, private beach, gorgeous resorts. It's just wonderful. And uh we hook you up because uh because if it's something that's good enough for me I want it to be good for everybody else too so
0: yeah fantastic and uh how much was the timeshare that they pitched on you <laughs> well i actually the only time i ever did a timeshare
1: thing at any of these things was uh was my when I, another one i was with my daughter and she wanted the free bottle of tequila and, and that as you know is like you say you take you in the, the basement and water torch you so we don't we don't do that there is no timeshare requirements nothing like that some of the resorts like for example the uh the um oh i just blanked up the name westgate resort up in vegas it's, it's a hotel, it's a resort. It also has a timeshare component. So they, they will, may offer you a, a bonus or something if you want to do it, but it is not a requirement. It is all, we, we cover all the costs of the hotel itself. Um, and then, and then basically all you have to do is cover the, the resort fees and any taxes, but we cover the hotel itself expenses for you. So we, we, like I say, we want you to have a good time and relax. This is what I love to do. Um, as you know, Brian, I've spent the last 10 years or so, um, kind of designing my life so that I can travel more every year more and more last year the goal was seven months out of the year this year we're we're pushing for nine months out of the year so we're we're, we're hoping to continually travel for about nine months so
0: oh yeah um, and yeah I can attest to that you're not only a traveler you're an island shopper uh you're, yeah. you're literally on the road as we speak you're coming to us from yeah. a hotel in Texas somewhere and that is not where you currently reside and so you live you live the truth you, you know you say what you say yeah, and you're gonna be you're gonna be amazed about who's coming who's watching us right now, Jason. So check out your screen. Oh. Are hey you Tim, about?
1: how you doing? <laughs> I'm, un- I'm unfortunately about four and a half, five hours from you, Tim. But hey, great to see you, man.
0: <laughs> he says ten years. That is when I met you both. Yes. It was 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, just talking stuff. About some stuff. Yep. Hashtag Texas. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Hashtag wow. Texas. Yeah.
1: It's warm here. We've we've been through some winter snowstorms east of here. It's crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so just just to uh, reiterate for those coming on a little bit later, we will be bringing Jill Lublin on. She's coming on next. And uh, Jason's gonna hang out with me, I hope, and uh, be my co-host for this show. And there's so many things I wanna say about this amazing guy sitting to my left, but to your right, right on the screen. Uh, he is a dear friend of mine as I, as I opened with, and this guy, he's one of the first people I ever met in the entrepreneur sphere who had this unbelievable positive attitude, no matter what came his way. And believe me, this guy's been through hell and back at times in his life, but never wavers. I'm I'm sure he's a human being and felt it at times, but he always I feel nothing <laughs> he always rose above it and that was rare uh, to see an individual do this uh, at least from my vantage point and that went a long way with me and I, I decided you know I want to be like that I don't want to let these circumstances control my attitude anymore because this guy named Jason has figured out how to do it and then you know like like uh Tim said we all met about that time 10 years ago all of That's us right yeah. and uh you know, became fast friends with you. You were instant, uh, easy uh, guy to be a friend with. And we ended up sharing a room at a hotel at one event. Um, hey, hey, was, don't,
1: don't tell everybody. Rumors are yeah.
0: starting. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's something I swore I'd never do as a grown adult. But, you know, because you're more like a brother to me than just a friend. So it was yeah. not a big deal at all. And it was we had a great time. And I uh, just want to tell everybody out there, this guy is one of the most golden-hearted guys you'll ever meet in your life. Uh, he's always been there. He's got my back all the time. One of the most unbelievably dependable people. And I don't mean that in a boring way. It's actually in the opposite than that. Um, I just want to let everybody know that this, you know, this is a brand new year, 2022. And you cannot do wrong by associating yourself with somebody like Jason Nast. And so when this show is over or even during it, look him up, reach out to him, connect with them. Uh, if you have a business if you're looking to make money and it doesn't really matter how or why he will help you he he knows how to do a lot of different things he's in real estate investing uh the guy's done so many different things so diversely talented and he's good at making money he knows how to do this uh he's very good at it and so if you ever need help just reach out and uh touch this man and it's okay to touch him he's okay he's okay okay. with that (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah, we appreciate
1: uh, that. Thank you so much. It's uh, it, it's been a, a distinct pleasure to know you and and, and Tim and, and just know you guys for so long. And, and it is true. Fast friends and and it's a brotherhood. It, it truly is. And, and I'm grateful for it. Um, we matter of fact, it was a little over a year ago that we spent three days building mastermind classes out in, in a, another hotel. Um yep. Uh, we went to Vegas for that. And, and this is the kind of thing that uh, supportive people do. It's funny, we talked about this once before on your show on a previous show. And we talked about people who have like uh, bridal showers and baby showers. And we think that there should be entrepreneurial showers where people get together when you're starting a business and do whatever they can to support you, bring copy paper, bring some pens, bring some markers, and support your business. And, and I truly believe that in, in life that you, you have to support each other's businesses and and help them kick off in a real positive way so uh i'm always here for you anytime and that that's for you brian but it's also for you the listener if there's anything i can do to be supportive of you i am i'm here for you because that's that's what i love to do it's just a passion of mine
0: and it's any it's authentic <clears throat> he means this authentically i mean uh he will to a fault help people at, at times uh, i think, it, sometimes. I think <laughs> getting better at that because things happen uh people take advantage of i've been there too that's why i bring it up um where you you just want to help and then you get taken advantage of over and over and over finally it's like i need to just stop doing this so much and be more uh, careful of who i help and and if there's a deal to strike then let's uh let's do an exchange of value you know money for services or whatever and let them have some skin in the game so that doesn't happen as much but jill lublin is going to be coming on and joining us here in a little while and she's an amazing amazing, yeah um, publicity expert uh, author uh we'll we'll intro her when she comes on and in that light i wanted to go down the path uh, and this was jason's suggestion which he's a guy's a genius he's he's brilliant and always helpful and that is to just start discussing things about publicity marketing what worked in 2021 what do we think may be something to latch on to in 2022 maybe there's something that started in 2021 that isn't so prevalent anymore we were having a chat about that before we came on and you're you're like the ultimate marketer you're always you always have your ear to uh what's going on um in the marketing world and publicity world so in 2021 what stood out to you that seemed to work uh best and it doesn't have to be anything brand new it could be old tried and true but In your eyes, Jason, what was it that worked in 2021 for either yourself or people you know personally?
1: Well, as as we were talking earlier, and and of course you and I uh, got kind of involved in in the clubhouse scene early on, and um, that was a huge breakthrough for 2021. I think um, it may be slightly less so now, but 2021, definitely that took off and it gave people an opportunity to connect and network often you and I were on the same uh, events and same stages as Tony Robbins or, or, or Grant Cardone and, and other prominent players because it was early adopter type stuff. And I think that there's still some edge there if, you are a, if you're just looking to, uh, again, one of the things key to, to marketing anywhere in any way is value. You've got to bring value first. So it's, if you're just on there spamming, talking about your business, nobody cares. But when you start to bring value in those groups, that's how you get uh, on to stages with people like Grant Cardo and with Tony Robbins and those likes. Um, so being a value in, in that market, in that clubhouse market, can I think can really help people a lot. But I find this is kind of an interesting thing that's that I've noticed just recently. And this is what I'm thinking, kind of going into the 2022 stage that I think could be very powerful for some people. And uh, and this is, again, that cutting edge kind of thing. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Getter, G-E-T-T-R.
0: Just recently. Yeah.
1: So I see Getter as being a kind of a new launch point. Now it's early adopter stuff right now. It's not prevalent in the in the, in the entire thing, but and I, I'm gonna I'm not getting political, but I'm gonna talk a just a smidge of politics here. Understand. Getter is nice because it's not filled with the complete right. It's not filled with the complete left. What it is is just filled with people. It's kind of like what it used to be back in the day when Facebook was just a place for people to share things and it was there was not a lot of that political kind of stuff going on um i really like getter for that i I i'm kind of just now getting involved in it right towards the end of, of december and um find it fascinating i like it i like it better it's kind of like a twitter replacement and um i've been enjoying it a lot and it's not again it's not about the the, the politics of life, which seems that a lot of social media lately has become more political than social, <laughs> if you will. Um, so I've been enjoying that. So I, I'm keeping my eye on Getter. I think that's a new thing. Um, and if I can, one more, uh, TikTok. I think TikTok, if you started TikTok a year ago, you were doing really well. I think uh, I think that it's still in its early growth and it's a great platform. Um one of the things I do like about TikTok right now is if you're paying for ad space. You can get really creative on TikTok with ads. They don't even look like ads. I mean they look like just um, just they look like just another TikTok that somebody put up and people are having a lot of fun with that and I've seen that quite a bit. So I think if you're paying for ads, I personally I'm spending more money on the TikTok side of ad spend than I am in Facebook and Instagram and things like that. I think those are kind of burnt, burnt out in that, in that sense. They're also very expensive and TikTok's not. So mm-hmm. I think those are the three that I'm looking at right now. Clubhouse, I've kind of let that fall behind. I haven't been real active there. But in the TikTok world and then again, Getter, I'm really keeping an eye on that for 2022.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah, Getter, I've just heard, I've never jumped onto it. I just recently, as of, I think yesterday is the first time I ever heard of it. And it was in the light of of politics, the same thing. And, you know, I'm hearing more and more and more reports of people getting banned uh, just for making comments on either Facebook or Twitter. uh, And then they'd say, look, it was actually, I copied and pasted this from a government website. (laughs) And they still get banned. I'm like, this is getting a little bit crazy. Uh, OK, more than a little bit. And so I'm a big huge <laughs> proponent of alternative means and methods to freely and openly communicate uh, as long as it's done with respect. And it's not, you know, right, the yeah. usual mayhem that um, juvenile type things that go on that we're all too aware of. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear about Getter. I'm going to actually check that out. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. there's so many. Yeah, the politics is it, it seems like so much these days has become politicized that wasn't before. You know, I social agree, media, even YouTube, even Google. I'm hearing reports of certain content being blocked, even if you search for it and know it exists. And it's just crazy what's going on. And so I'm really uh, glad to hear about these, what I'll call upstarts coming up that are helping yeah, to yeah. give a more uh, just a level playing field for all. Like you said, uh, left, right doesn't matter. Uh, you, you can give your opinion. And as long as we're all respectful, let's just uh, let's let's bring it back the way it was. Freedom of speech. Yeah. I'm a fan yeah. of it.
1: <laughs> I am too. And and if you have a, uh, if, if you get onto something like getter now, again, <clears throat> their advertising platform is not necessarily built out yet, but that's good because, um, first of all, you're not getting inundated by ads like you are in, in other social media platforms. Yeah. But if you're, if you, again, if you're providing value up front, if you're, you're sharing, you're giving value in the content and the comments, if you're active, like any social media, if you're active in that sense, um, you're gonna you're gonna build an audience, and then as that as that ad engine kicks in, you know, in the in the early days of, of Facebook, you know, you could buy ads for pennies and build your audience. At, back then, you were building pages. You know, you wanted to build your page uh, volume up. Um, I think that I think I'm again. Is, is that one and and you know something we haven't talked about and you're very good at this you're much better at this than i am but linkedin linkedin is still a beast it's i think unrecognized by it's it's got a lot of people active but it's not seen as that place to build business from it's mostly a lot of people there posting their resumes looking for jobs or looking to hire but
0: there's a lot of opportunity there as well i believe uh, and you're absolutely true and correct. And I've been using LinkedIn more uh, towards the last half of last year than ever before. And doing yeah. it successfully, and a, a tip for those that are in business, uh, looking for business, not for a job, uh, you can use LinkedIn um, without any of the additional payments of Sales Navigator and all the other things. And one of the key elements is doing what are called LinkedIn events. And it's I'm not going to go down and give every detail, but what you can do is fill masterclasses or webinars or whatever it is you're promoting. As far as you, you, you could be teaching something that's value based only. That's what I do. I don't sell anything on my master class, And I have a call to action where people can come on and stop, talk to me directly for an hour. And I still sell them nothing zero, uh, but that has been successful, uh, very successful as far as, uh, getting high quality. I mean, targeted individuals who, you know, and it's free. It costs nothing. So LinkedIn is is, bet, is definitely a goldmine, and I hope more people take advantage of the, the The reason it is is because people on LinkedIn are already business-based. On Facebook, you know, some of them may just be showing you what they're eating that night, and they're not having to do the business. And so there's a big dilution of who is in business on Facebook versus who is on LinkedIn. And same with Twitter takes it even farther down the, the rabbit hole, as far as non-business folk, It's a lot of celebrities and uh, other types that uh, tend to go there. But yeah, LinkedIn, that's a great, uh, great addition. What about, so there's this really old technology. You remember Jason driving down the road, maybe you've been into an old pickup truck, you know, like a 1960 vintage something in the sixties. And you want to go play a song and you look to the dash because you can't do it on the phone. There's no Bluetooth connection. And, and you look on the dash, and there's these weird little like round knobs and square buttons to push. Yeah. yeah and you yeah, turn yeah. that on, and it had this antenna that didn't go up automatically; it was always sticking up there, and it would bring in something called radio. Radio, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very familiar I'm with the radio
0: market. Yeah. And then later, you know, as you know, as technology grew, there was this thing that came up called podcasting which today, if we were to fast forward to today from when podcasting first became prominent, I look at podcasting as that truck's radio of today. Uh-huh. It's got, it's, it's very, it's been around a long time. It's audio only, and it's all recorded, not live. And I have personally, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen a massive resurgence of yes. podcasting. And I've seen many business owners using podcasting successfully to build their business. What What's your take on that? What's your experience, Ben? I
1: think it's brilliant and it's it's interesting because I have a big background in radio and in TV and, and, and ad spend and ad marketing and things like this. And it's actually fascinating that today you are seeing podcasts actually overtaking TV and radio as far as market share. Uh, there was a phenomenal post the other day. And I know this is kind of uh, patting himself on the back, but uh, Joe Rogan shared his uh, that his show is actually outranking all of the top news shows. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, but his show alone, and I know he gets a little political sometimes, but... But the key to this is, is that a podcast is, I'm not talking about by, a, you know, a little margin. I'm talking about a huge margin that his show is more popular, getting more downloads, more viewers. And that's happening not just in somebody like Joe Rogan, but just anybody can be. I mean, I don't know if Tim is still listening right now, but but Tim has a podcast and his podcast is amazing. He's been doing it for years. This is a kind of thing where you can grow a small niche build, uh, business and Uh, uh, my dad always used to say on the internet no one knows you're a dog and he had this little image of a dog on a dating site talking to a cat you know (laughs) it said on the internet no one knows your dog but the reality of it is on the internet you are equal to coca-cola to ford to 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 SpaceX, to Tesla, no one knows how big or small you are if you do a, pro- like your show is a professional show, it's wonderfully organized, um, ter- tremendous automation in it. This right here is is the epitome of a professional broadcast. And yet, you're able to do this for one-tenth, well, actually Significantly less than that of the cost of of a, of a of a Fox News show or things like that, and we have people who have done broadcast TV shows, news type shows that that we're mutual friends with. Um, I think podcasts are amazing opportunity right now. I, I really do. And uh, if you're not leveraging that those opportunities, then I think
0: you're missing yeah, out a big market. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, it's interesting because. It was a, an actual friend of mine who let me know about that, like about three years ago, and he he asked me, "Are you you know what's your podcast show called?" And I said, uh, "What do you mean? I don't have one." He goes, "You don't have one?" Is Brian? Oh my God! Businesses, including mine, are crushing it. I said, "Really?" So I jumped in and took it as I always do, farther than uh, I should. But it turns out to be a good thing. It turned out to be a good, thing. <laughs> it, be a good I, thing. Yeah, made it a live video show, and the reason is. There's so, so many reasons, but it is truly live. There is no editing that can be performed in real time of what you said, what I said. Um, And it makes it more authentic if, and I don't mean to belittle any other podcast to say they're not authentic. I'm just saying when it's live, there's no chance for editing. And I think the energy level is different. You and I are talking together knowing this is live. And the other thing is we have live viewers on also commenting and participating, which you cannot do with a podcast. And so for all those reasons, and, and there are more, but it also provides what I call two more touch points. If you are a business a marketer, one touch point is we're live video. You know, uh, audio podcast has been recorded, it's done. The next uh, touch point is the recorded video. So you can repurpose that. Now you can edit it, clean it up if you need to. Uh, rarely do you need to if you structure it properly. And those are two touch points you don't have with an audio only podcast. And then you take right. this is a repurposing step. You take that uh, um, video, you extract the audio from it, and now you upload it to your podcasting platform. This is what I do on this for this very show. We're on 25 different podcast platforms. So uh, I say I was all that. just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's just you know what? We have the technology. It costs it doesn't cost a whole heck of a lot more money to do the video than it does everything else and you can reach a much broader base audience if you do it this way because of the two extra touch points. So the ROI is beyond ridiculously good. You talked about a mutual person we knew in the in the networking uh, industry or the network industry where this man has stood yeah. up multiple radio stations and now a live streaming only TV show that he's been building. Um, because I did this with high quality and I'm not patting myself on the back, just letting people know the right. option of doing live video. Uh, Because of that, we struck a deal that could literally be worth millions in a few years for me. That's incredible. And it's only because I I did this. And Jason, if you remember, who was the very first guest I ever had on this very show? Uh,
1: That was me. That was me. And I was about to say about that. It's interesting is because the other benefit that a lot of people don't see is that right now? You said twenty-five different channels, but let's just say you're, you're streaming live on Facebook. Uh, the, the the graphic you have up here: Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, is that Pinterest and, uh, and Twitch?
0: Yeah, it was Periscope. It's actually Twitter. Need to update that. <laughs> Twitter and, and and
1: and and Twitch. And so Twitch. you're you're broadcasting live right now, and the nice part about that is is that it's also recorded. So if I happen to stumble on one of your podcasts, one of your video broadcasts that's been recorded and out there, and I like it, I can go back to your catalog and I can see every single one of them. So everything that's relevant today, you know, uh, we're throwing links up or we're talking about specific things, you can go back and get those. And I love that because that lives forever, forever. I especially especially like the YouTube version of it because YouTube is a searchable index. Whereas if your Facebook Live comes and goes, But your Facebook or your YouTube lives on forever. I love that.
0: Yeah. And and a mutual friend of ours, Rick Frischman, I'll never forget one of the things he said from Author 101 University. I think it was in Henderson, Nevada when I heard this. Uh, I don't recall if you were there or not, Jason. I do remember other friends. Quite a few of
1: them. I I love
0: As a matter of fact, Jill and I met at at Author 101. Uh, Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I love Jill. (laughs) Um, So what he said, though, was, you know, he's all about authoring and books, which we yeah. all get, that's very, very powerful. That's another great publicity uh, quiver to have in your, or arrow to have in your quiver. Uh, but yeah. one the one thing he said that has always rung true and resonated and lasted forever since he said it was, the most important thing we can all do as business owners, as business people, to build our business is to build our platform. And in his case, he was talking about writing books. In addition to that, speaking from stages, Uh, getting out there basically getting more exposure with authority behind it and so when you have your own podcast your own live tv show your own book you are in in instantly perceived by others with greater authority than if you did not have any of those what do you think about that absolutely
1: absolutely well i mean it's it's like think about it like this i mean i uh, you had our friend les mama uh mama Brown's baby boy brown on your show and and you can do that you can achieve that because instead of going to less and saying hey i'd love to talk with you and 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 hear some of your ideas which is just take 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 instead you provide value and say hey i'd love to have you as a guest on my show so you can share ideas with the world that's a whole different concept when you introduce yourself as a host of a, of a show whether it be a podcast a video cast um it changes everything. I, I I fully agree with you that there's so many good opportunities that, that come just from having your own show.
0: Yeah, and yeah, the, and the authorities say, so a quick story. I remember uh, I okay. was at an event that you and I have been to many of, I'm not gonna name who it was, but I remember right. working as part of the crew at this moment. I was helping out with the All event. Right. So I was behind that table in the back where only the crew members can sit. And I remember uh, standing there at the ready for anything that needed done, and this stranger walked in, well-dressed, and just walked into this this area that was forbidden, <laughs> in my mind. And I'm looking <laughs> at him, and I'm, like, giving him that stinky eye, right? Like, what is going on? Why is this dude here? And I'm looking at my, my crew teammates around the table, and nobody's going crazy, thinking, okay, well, they're not upset. So I'll just yeah. make sure he doesn't do anything he shouldn't. And as I'm sitting there, or standing there, one of the crew members' uh, teammates goes up to him with, the mic pack, and starts micing him up. In that instant, my perception of that gentleman turned from stink eye to oh, okay, huh? he's the a stock went way up. <laughs> and went from being like this to oh, yeah. and so it's true. It is so true that even if you just speak on someone else's stage, and no one's ever seen you before or knew your name, because I didn't know this guy from anybody, and instantly I'm like, this guy's got an authority status that I wasn't aware of, and now. My whole perception and at my emotional reaction to him changed completely, one eighty. It was unbelievable. That's great. That is Have great. you ever had? Yeah, a, and that's very true. Have you ever had an instance like that that you can recall? Abso- absolutely. absolutely, I've uh, yeah. I, I've gone through this
1: multiple times where I've been sitting someplace, in, and again, you think the person next to you is. Um, <laughs> Uh, a not of somebody who you'd want to have association with. And matter of fact, a great story about that is um, there's a, a director, John Frankenheimer, uh, an incredible director, uh, old time director, but uh, um, I was next to him in a car and wasn't really thrilled about him being slow in his car and uh, may have had some feelings of ill will towards him at one point. And we pulled into the studio. He pulled in next to me and parked and got out. And I was his slave for the next week <laughs> because of the stink guy earlier. Nicest man in the world, though. But it, it does. It changes your stature in a minute once you know their authority, once you know that they're they in a different position. And this is what you bring to the table when you have a podcast, when you have a, a, a live broadcast like you do. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a great opportunity for publicity. Uh, one of the things you mentioned earlier with with Rick is an author 101 is the book, is being able to bring that book to market, too. Um, it's a great platform. It, it really is. And, and I know that Jill will probably talk about this because Jill does help people get into the publishing game and things like that.
0: Um, but a, a
1: book is a great, uh, great platform as well.
0: Speaking of Jill, guess who is in our studio? Oh, waiting to be brought up hey. to the stage. So was is that a one. great
1: segue or what? <laughs> it
0: was perfect, perfect. I mean, I was just grinning ear to ear like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Jill, I'm bringing you on here in just a moment. In three, in two, in one. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Jill Lublin is in the house.
2: Yes. Hey,
0: yes. Jill. How are you doing?
2: Doing fantastic. So good to be here. Uh,
0: hey, good to see you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, We've been talking glowingly about you uh we've been covering topics covering publicity book writing all the things that we know are near and dear to your heart because it's the perfect segue into what we're going to talk about with you jill because you are an expert and we appreciate you we both uh run into you at different times physically at different speaking events and uh appreciate you coming on um and Jason, what do you want to say to the wonderful Jill Lublin that you... Well,
1: well, welcome, welcome. It's been several years since we've actually been in the same room together. I think that's probably the case for everybody over this uh, whole uh, past couple of years. But um, but it's so great to see you again. And uh, I shared... Actually, I was sharing with Brian a picture of you and I, and I was looking for it, and he sent it to me and said, yeah, you shared this to me for my master deck. So, I mean... Uh, we actually have a picture of us holding up our books at at uh, I don't remember what event it was, but it was a while back. It's been a
0: while.
2: I love that. I love That's that. So stuff. great to see both of you again, too.
0: Absolutely. So, what do you say, Jason? Let's uh, give her a proper introduction. Uh, yeah. One, a respectful one, one that she deserves. Everybody, Jill Lublin. She is an international speaker on the topics of radical influence, publicity, networking kindness and referrals she's the author of four that's four best-selling books including get noticed there they are get referrals by in uh published by mcgraw hill and co-author of Guerrilla publicity and networking magic her latest book profit of kindness went number one in four categories hey there's a commonality here there's a number four there here i like that in four categories she is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. There's more. She is CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has over 25 years experience working with over, get this, 100,000 people plus national and international media. We're talking powerhouse, ladies and gentlemen. Jill teaches a virtual publici- publicity, I can say it, crash course. And <laughs> consults and speaks all over the world she has spoken on many stages with luminaries such as tony robbins we just talked about him she yeah. also helps authors to create book deals with major publishers and agents as well as obtain foreign rights deals and you can uh get a free gift from her we'll announce that a little bit later let me see if i can rearrange this a little bit bring her up to the top oh look at that that's pretty cool get her a little really bit closer cool. to the top we'll just keep moving things around and have fun with that so Jill Lublin, officially, formally welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. So great to see you once again. Can't wait. I am.
2: I am absolutely delighted to be here, and super fun to be with old friends and colleagues. And I don't mean absolutely. old in that case, but you know what I mean. And I'm <laughs> delighted to be here.
0: <laughs> it's okay for me personally. It it, it it's uh, appropriate in either case. <laughs> not getting much younger, but that's a good thing. I always look at every year as a victory. So not looking at uh, age is a great thing because here's one thing, uh, Jill. I wonder if this resonates with you. Um, There's an individual I talked to recently who was catapulted from the working place via a layoff, extremely talented, extremely experienced, uh, probably early sixties. And he could not find work because of his age. And I thought, Oh my God, if I were that, that entity in need of uh, experience, you would be the first person I would hire. You all have right. the experience. You know, people are worried, well, how, long are, how much longer are you going to work for us? Well, today, in today's market, how long do, P- do new people coming out of college work for anybody? Two years, maybe max? Maybe max. Jumping all over the place. So he would be more loyal to that company. He would stick around longer and he would provide them with instant value. Uh, what, what's your take on that?
2: I I think it's brilliant to hire experienced and good people for the job. Period. It's not an age thing. It's not a um, that kind of piece. It's it is about experience. And I personally think um, most people in in particularly funny enough in that age group are dedicated, loyal, and hardworking people. Yeah. Unlike some millennials, I know. Just saying.
0: (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) and I, i've heard that many times i there are some excuse me i don't know what's going on i'm uh, recovering from that c word a little bit mm-hmm. but um yeah there, there have been uh there are still some that do work and know the work ethic because they were brought up in a better uh, environment right. but anyway we, we don't need to go down that path too deep but i, I do agree with, <laughs> with Jill and i've i've experienced it too i'm sure jason has as well um yeah. what i wanted to do is open the show with a little coffee no uh with um the topic of Mindset, because that is the name of the show, mind, body, business. Uh, because those are like the three pillars of success when it comes to life or business. Uh, I like to more hone in on the business side. And what I wanted to do is just just to start things off with you, Jill, is to find out. You know, you've been doing, uh, you've been successful for a long time. I've seen you in many speaking venues. Uh, Jason's seen you in many speaking mm-hmm. venues. Uh, you're a, a player. You're a big name in the industry and we all know being astute entrepreneurs that every day is not an easy day every day is not just you know get up on our hammock and swing back and forth with an umbrella drink because the money's just rolling in uh it doesn't work that way so what it takes is a very very interesting (coughs) unique and different mindset that you have so for you jill every day you get up you know there's going to be some arduous tasks there's going to be some things that are fun but you know that um that you, there will be things that need to be overcome. And when, when it comes to you, when you wake up in the morning, what is going on in that beautiful brain of yours that's telling Jill Lublin to say, I've got this, we're gonna power through and we're gonna crush it again today. For you, what is going on in that beautiful brain of yours?
2: Thank you. Um, so first of all, I wake up and I say five things I'm grateful for like immediately. And I don't care how I'm feeling, sometimes better than others. As soon as what I've noticed, as soon as I start stating that, oh boy, energy starts shifting right then. Okay, But even before I get out of bed, I tend to do um, meditation and I I do my own form of meditation and I stay in bed until I've righted myself, I'll call it, um, just by running through how I feel, bringing in all of my guides, angels, beautiful beings that help support me in my life. And then, then I do the verbal, by the way, great things I'm grateful for, out loud. I don't journal, that's just for me, one more thing I don't wanna to have to do. So I speak it, you know, and, um, and that works for me. Uh, and, and frankly, in my day, I mean, I have things planned, including myself in my calendar, wow, what a concept. Yes, I finally got once COVID hit that like self-care is really important. You know, and I think um, what I'm saying is, you know, a couple of years ago is like, whoa, I better really start putting myself first and take care of myself and increase my exercise and my spiritual development and my meditation and all the places that for, for me have actually helped my journey. So um, you will find me in my calendar now. That's a big thing. That took, you know, that took a lot of time to get that going. Let me just say, it actually started a number of years ago. I just think it got stronger when um, when lockdown happened and all that happened. It was like, okay, this is all about self-care. That's what I'm gonna do.
0: <laughs> I love that, that you found uh, a silver lining in what was not a very fun thing to go through for all of us. We were all involved. Um, and the cool thing is, <coughs> man, is that the gentleman <coughs> that is down here that I'm gonna pull up here in just a minute is all about having a, a perfect mindset who is always about being positive. I mean, i have of no more positive person on the planet than this guy who's coming up higher on the stage than Mr. Jason Nass. Jason, first, what did you think about what Jill uh, just had to say? And then and what would you like to ask her as well? It, it, it's funny. Very similar. I, I agree 100 percent in the routine
1: is first thing in the morning is is expressing what you are grateful for. It, it, it should begin your day and it should end your evening because that expression of gratitude will literally set the tone for the rest of the day. Uh, you know, so many people and and I've and had days where you get up and you, you stub your stub toe your and it starts off bad. I will go back to bed and reset with with gratitude because that's that's truly how you have to set the tone for the day and meditation as well. Um, I specifically plan my mornings to start from bed with a full half hour of meditation in the morning and it and it lets me do the things that I want to do. Besides prepping the brain, it gives me cuddle time uh, with with the, the people that I love, with the the lady that I love, and with the the, the dog that I love, and we just cuddle and, and stay in it and and stay positive with that and keep the meditation and keep the energy flowing before our feet touch the floor, and and that's absolutely key to it. Um, and and really, it is about setting the tone for the day, and I, I, I agree. Jill, you you said it perfectly. It's just a great way to set things up. And don't forget to end the day the same way, is to take time to appreciate the things you have.
2: And Jason, thank you, because the truth is I actually do end it in the evening too unless I totally fall asleep occasionally that happens but yeah. um, I do <laughs> Done that actually, a
1: few times but <laughs> uh,
2: yes I do it in the morning and at night and yeah. five and sometimes I gotta like search and go okay what's that fifth one oh yeah I can walk I can breathe I'm 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 standing I'm living I'm so grateful for all of that so um and by the way I have kitty kitty hug time I actually call it That's um and great. and I take kitty hug breaks I have cats instead of dogs, right, uh, right, but right. you know, no matter what you stop to do, the point is are you stopping to, to love someone, love something, you know? Or how about like go outside and just take a breath of fresh air, whatever it is. I do think we really have to stop ourselves because it's so easy. I, I have a fast brain, fast I go brain, fast, I, I think it. fast. And I think sometimes uh, for me, I'll just say, I have to stop myself, slow myself down, and go for a walk or you know take those you know when someone cancels their appointments i go oh great a gift of time <laughs> and exactly, and i just go yeah. use it uh, for a walk or or just lay down on the couch whatever you know i, just, I don't yeah. i think sometimes we're in such a productive society and our western culture is drive 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 that we particularly i think in the western culture have um forgotten how to just be yeah
1: yeah, well, from 15 to 45, I was that drive, 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 drive guy, and then I, I, decided, you know what, it's time to stop and smell the roses, and I've, I've done that quite a bit lately. Uh, it's funny because uh, my lady and I, we get up at three o'clock in the morning and go outside and just watch the stars for wow. no other reason, just to, to lay in the bed of the truck and look up at the stars, and just enjoy it, and, and that's 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 a powerful thing because it's just taking that moment where nothing
0: else is important just to be in that moment.
2: Oh, I it's, love that.
0: It's yeah. so important uh, for mental as well as physical health, right? To reset and address whats what you're thankful for. I'm so, I am thankful that Jill shared this with us because I love when, you know, other people go through all these courses. I've been through them too. And it's all about, you know, being productive and getting, like Jill was saying, we're all, well think fast, we work fast, we work hard, and then we forget about what it's all about. And what I love about the fact that you, both of you, Jill and Jason, two highly successful individuals have just stated is the importance of hitting that reset button, the importance of doing it daily and of being grateful about things. And a lot of people would say, oh, that's a bunch of woo woo stuff. It's like, well, you can either decide to follow the lead of very successful people like Jill and Jason. And do what comes and makes it easier. It makes life easier, by the way. Uh, it's harder if you don't do this. It eases your mind. It eases your task through the day because you've started. You've set. You've level set the day. You've said, "I'm excited to be alive. I'm grateful for everything I have, uh, or I'm able to do." And from there, it, the mind is a powerful, powerful instrument, and we all can take advice from Jill and Jason on this very note to tap into that power and let your brain do a lot of the work for you. It doesn't take that much effort. Um, five, come on. Here's what I tell people. F- model what Jill just said to a T and then modify it to your own needs as, as time goes on. But at least start. What do you guys yeah, think Yeah, listen, about
2: I heard it on Oprah. I mean, you know, she's my uh, hero, and uh, one of them. And, and I remember I heard her say that like five things every day. Oh, I'm like, wow, yeah, I can do that, right? And uh, I, I think the biggest thing is just make it easy for you, whatever it is, you know. Uh, but I do think uh, that that as we as we give thanks, as we're expanded in our uh, abilities of of knowing that we are supported, right? And. Wow, you know, just even better things keep coming is what I've noticed. And here's here's the other thing I learned long ago, because like, I come from a long line of warriors. <laughs> that's not warriors, that's warriors.
1: That's good to say, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and, you know, let me just say, I, you know, listen, I lived like that for a long time, too. And and I thought one day, like, what the heck is that doing? That's just creating more worry, more anxiety, more all those things, right? And And I just decided... One day, I think, really, just I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to live in a world of possibility, and so mm-hmm. you know, even if I figure, you know, it's that old shoot for the shoot for the moon, and you'll get to the stars at least. That's what yeah, I'm doing.
1: Absolutely. So, so you okay. went from a war
0: a to a warrior to a warrior. Oh,
1: there you go. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> there it you go. A, a quote my uh, mentor often shared that I love. I'll, I'll never forget. It was, um, you can either let circumstances control your attitude or you can let your attitude dictate your circumstances and i thought oh that's beautiful never forget it i teach uh my team about that all the time we all have choices don't we uh we all live these lives we all go through hardships we all have gets we get sick on occasion we all have relationship issues or, or whatever we're all human there's nobody else on this planet that hasn't gone through <clears> us. You have uh, guarantee it. It's just how did they react to it? And how did they get higher in the echelon of business and or personal personal relationships than you? It's usually most often I, I can't think of any case. It's not. It's due to what's going up on that beautiful brain. That's right. And it's beautiful no matter what's going on in there right now. I'm talking to the audience. If, if, if you have That's stinking happened. thinking going on, your brain is still beautiful because you have the power to write that ship. All you have to do is make the decision and yeah. just model. And know, I one think that is what that. Jill does.
2: That's important about it. You're never too old. You're never too young. You're never, you know, like all of that stuff that people tell themselves. The the reality is just start where you start with the baby steps that feel right for you, right? Everybody's got their baby steps. So, my, you know, it's that whole thing like, how do you get exercise, right? You just put on your gym shoes, (laughs) walk out the door. that's That's the start. And believe me, I've had to do that a few times. All right, put on your gym shoes, get out the damn door. And that, once I did that, was good
0: absolutely jason go ahead it's, also- it's, it's
1: interesting that, that, that one of the things that uh, i was talking to the day about is um I, we were talking brian as we were talking earlier about social media how sometimes things can go down these rabbit holes and people don't treat each other very well <clears throat> and for the longest <laughs> time i would get kind of riled up and you get my blood pressure going pretty quickly on that and uh, and it was gary v who taught me a valuable lesson in that and and he said when people are on social media and they're spewing venom Uh, He didn't say it that way. But, you know, when they're spewing venom, instead of like justifying your position, instead of trying to get them to understand, instead of all of that, have empathy for them, because you have to wonder what's going on in their lives, what's going on in their head that's causing them to be so angry at the world or so angry at you or so angry at whatever the post is that they that they they feel compelled to spew venom instead of being uh, frustrated with that person, have empathy for them, embrace them and say, listen, you know, whatever's going on in your world, you know, it's OK. It's OK. And and I find that I think that if, if the world had more empathy, we'd be a better place. I'm not talking about sympathy here. I'm just talking about understanding like, hey, it, it, I may not know what's going on in your brain, but that's OK. It's OK to have a bad day. And I I, I think that illustrates your point very well.
2: Well, you know, know, I think you guys know I wrote The Prophet of Kindness. And it was so fascinating to me as I've been interviewing people on this and I run a kindness community now um, where we come together intentionally to practice kindness. And here's the reality, when you are in an energy of even the practice of, right? Like uh, it's amazing how this happens. It's amazing what happens that that people can really just connect to you, and um, and so whatever you're practicing, just do it. Is the point of it. And one of the things I know, you know, people always talk about the rant, you know, practice random acts of kindness, and I'm like, well, wait, wait, can we practice conscious acts of kindness every single day? Do one, watch your world change. One conscious act of kindness every single day. It's amazing.
0: Absolutely. I, I- love
1: it go ahead jason I, I, I saw i saw a TikTok the other day it was so amazing this guy just walked down the street and he was videoing from like a gopro or something like that and he basically found people and just said oh my you have the most amazing smile oh my god that shirt looks great on you and you could just see everybody beaming from it it was just it's spreading that kindness like you said a conscious act of kindness and it was it was it was inspiring to watch and i'm just watching it third party at that point but it was just inspiring it was really great i agree with that i love the idea of conscious acts of kindness every day
0: and speaking of kindness uh, that's exactly what jill is masterful at doing is she helps people to formulate their message by using kindness in it um, and to help them to get more business and but using kindness in their life and pull it all together so they can bring their message to the world. So Jill, to take it down the path of what you do, what you're expert of, what kind of things, what kind of advice and tips can you give folks for formulating their message in such a way that it helps to impact the world in a better way?
2: Yeah, well, I'm a big believer in people and their message. You know, I mean, my sort of, uh, what do I call, flagship book, flagship expertise is publicity with guerrilla publicity. And let me just tell you, um, you can be a well-trained and well-behaved guerrilla. <laughs> and uh, what I mean by that, and our guerrillas, is G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A, guerrilla publicity. And here's the thing, what I, what I know about this is that when you have a great message, and I know that those of you watching this do, you know, you have something you care about, you have something you wanna put into the world, and your message does matter. And as we get a message that's powerfully focused um, and gives uh, value and benefit, you should always be giving value and benefit, then what happens is you're able to create your publicity, that which gets you the Three M's. I love M and M's. So I added a third M M and M, which is magnetize, monetize, and multiply. And that's what publicity does for you. And so imagine this. You know, you you put your work together into a message that formulates uh, and enables people to understand what you do. Then you're able to give your gift to the world. And it attracts people to you. It attracts people to you. It's a natural, wonderful magnet for possibilities for your business. That's what publicity does.
0: Mm. Jason, this is down your line, brother. You're, you're the publicity guy, former radio host. <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, you know, we're talking to the queen, the queen That's of publicity right, right here. <laughs> I almost said, well, and, and, should I go
2: get my tiara? Yeah, <laughs> I do have one, it. it's close yeah. by. Every girl needs a crown, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and great. the kings need one too. <laughs>
1: Well, and I know that from from our experience, Joe, you're just amazing at, at, well, it's the magnetic part of what, I want to highlight that about you is because when you're in a room, you are a magnetic personality because you have that kindness, because you have that great welcoming smile, because you're open to people, you bring them into you. And you're very value-based in what you do. So I love that you so, talked about magnetics in marketing because a lot of people think about marketing. A lot of people think about monetization, but they really have to think about that magnetic. How to attract those people into your life? Not just go out there and knock them down and force feed them your business card or your book or whatever, but to actually have them attracted to you so that they come to you and and share that. And you're you're as as Brian said, you're a queen at that. It's great.
2: Well, here, here's the truth. You know, it, when you walk in a room, and this could be a Zoom room, just put a dark yeah. smile on your face. You know, well, how hard is that? And the funny thing is, when you start to smile, you will actually feel it. And, and that's been physiological or, or uh, scientifically proven. And so all of a sudden you do start to feel more happy and and that you can really um, change your state just by smiling. And I think that that's something that people forget. And sometimes it's just because we're all in our head and trying to think about whatever we're thinking about or consumed with, you know, with what we're consumed about. So something as simple as that smile and that connection with people, which can be done on Zoom, we're all feeling yeah. it. I'm feeling you guys. I hope you're all feeling us out there, right? Um, you can feel people in their energy. And so I think that's really important to understand that you bring it every time you're somewhere. You gotta just bring it. And, yeah. and that makes a world of difference.
0: And actually, studies done on this where you'll see a a a bunch of pictures of people, uh, you know, kind of like the Brady Bunch are all stacked on each other on a page of paper, and you'll see different ages and both genders um, and different uh, attractiveness of everything, and then people would, you would be asked which of these people would you be more most likely to trust inherently. And every single time it was that one in that whole page that had a slight smile on their face, oh, regardless man. of how attractive they were. And it's amazing. And, and what about this, though, Jill? It It's a big it's easy to smile. How important is it for those out there listening to be authentic with that smile, to not just fake that smile, to actually pull in the emotion that makes that smile come about? Is that important as well? Well, a
2: couple of things. One is I'm always big on your message, particularly being authentic and resonant mm-hmm. to who you are. Here's the thing about smiles. They are true no matter what. I'm not talking right. Don't do that fakey smile stuff. But you, you know, occasionally, just remember <laughs> to smile. It's just amazing that people forget it. And that includes when you're talking. You notice I am doing it now. I'm talking mm-hmm. to you. Yes, I'm smiling through my words. Number one, I'm happy. <laughs> and um, why not, right? Uh, but I do think people forget to put literally, it's such a simple thing, that smile on your face. Not, I'm not talking Pollyanna. I'm talking for real. But just remember to do it every so often, you know, because we can get kind of serious. And especially in your work and, uh, you know, whatever. People are just thinking in their thoughts and they forget that there's somebody out there who is um a receptor to what you're putting
1: out there and 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 it's it also translates over we're talking you're talking about zoom it also translates over even if you're not visually seeing it um one of the things i used to have is a mirror we did for a call center a mirror that said um what you see is what they hear and putting that mirror on a call center desk in front of every technician increase customer service ratings in, in in, a very short period of time just because people were looking in the mirror all the time and they all knew to smile and so and with you know with any type of a video cast like a, a broadcast like we're doing when it gets converted into a podcast people hear that smile they, they hear it and they know it
2: thank you I love that it's so true they can hear your um your smile and your all, all the emotion, so to, so to speak, because behind it. I, and I know we're coming toward the end here, yes. so I want to make sure. Oh.
0: Yeah, I wanted to absolutely. Uh, I was just going to say that. Thank you, Jill. You're right on cue. <laughs> Almost like you're a professional at this. I'm just saying. You know? She's so good. Amazing. Oh. Amazing. Yes. So I understand you had a, a gift you would like to uh, impart upon the audience. So I wanted to quickly pull that up. Um, if you're okay with quickly going over what that is for folks, I so appreciate you doing that.
2: Absolutely. Well, I'm always delighted to share even more value with with all of you. And so I put together a free gift. It's publicity tips, even more than what we're talking about here. Just really get her done. Um, Great publicity tips. How you get that is you go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. It's there up on the banner. And please go check it out in there. You'll also get invited to a free live interactive publicity class with me so um let's meet you on zoom and get you in the news with real things that you can do right away see you there
0: yeah i love it i love it and we have another gift as well by our very own mr jason nast uh who is sponsoring this show and that is that um five night vacation state a five-star luxury resort before we do that jill um I want to quickly say there's one last question I like to ask all of my guests. It's a a wonderful question. Uh, It's very profound. It can be deep, uh, a little bit personal, but I've asked it of, oh my gosh, I can't, I'm over 160 shows into this. I don't even know where I'm at anymore, but um, it's been amazing. (laughs) Uh, Before I do that though, real quick, as I promised everyone, I want to announce how they can enter to win that prize and then we'll jump right back and go with that phenomenal question. So on the screen, I hope. This will show up properly. There it is. There we go. Everyone watching live uh, for a very brief moment, you can take your gaze away uh, and enter this URL into your phone or browser uh, on a website. And it is ryp.im forward slash vacation. Again, that's ryp.im forward slash vacation. And all you'll be asked to do is enter your information there. You will automatically be entered to win and we will announce the winner at the end of the show. Once we're done, we'll put it up on Facebook, all that good stuff, and looking forward to see who wins. Good luck to everyone. And now we're gonna come back to the woman of the hour, Miss Jill Lublin. I thought I was going to, and then there my did that. Fun <laughs> so um, Jill, there's a couple of things I wanted to also say about this question, um, and that is, the beautiful thing about it is there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It doesn't exist. In fact, it's just the opposite. The only correct answer is yours. And that is the only thing that makes it personal. It's really more, it's just unique to you. It's not really personal. It's just unique to you. And so with that, are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) I love it. I knew you would say you were ready. Okay, I'm going to set the table here. Got to make it look good for the woman of the hour. Here Should I put a
2: flower go. in my hair at this point? That'll work.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Jill Lublin, how do you define success?
2: Mm, ooh, big question. Okay, couple things. One is uh, in terms of freedom. You know, can I do the things I love to do daily? Um, am I having... I call it fun and giggles at least once a day. Um, do I have great friendships and love in my life? Am I making uh, good money so that I can enjoy and do what I love? And do I love what I do and do what I love? Which, by the way, I do, so that helps. <laughs> um, and success, I think, is is multi-pronged. Uh, so, you know, for me, I do measure it. I think you can... You can know what's true when you measure things. So I do have some ways to measure success. And then there's the intangibles, like how am I feeling day to day? How's my health? How's my heart? How's, my, um, how's, how's the kindness in my life? And all, all of these things I look at. So I look at it as a whole, and I measure what I measure, and then I, frankly, don't worry about the rest. And just let it be, let it flow. Am I flowing? That's fun, too, to measure. Even, you know, am I um, responding to the things that call me? That's what I like to say. And so for me, life is a lot about inspiration. Am I inspired to do this? Am I not? And, of course, I have a lot of um, obligations, so to speak. But that's why I'm very blessed. And I am successful. And I call it success because I do what I love. And I love what I do. And that's the bottom line.
0: Mm, That is an amazing bottom line. That is what I love so much about that question is it is definitely unique to each individual. I've been doing this for quite some time. And that's why I asked this question because no two people yet, knock on wood, no two people yet have answered it the same way. Uh, That's what's so beautiful about it because as human beings, we are all so beautiful as you are, Jill can't thank you enough for spending the time with us here tonight jason my goodness brother i can't thank you enough ever you're always there for me i appreciate you uh you are my brother i don't care what my dad says uh but (laughs) (laughs) Jill, if you don't mind hang on for just a little bit once we uh sign off just for a quick debrief i'd appreciate that if you have the if you have the time if not i understand but uh i just want to say uh deep appreciation for you jill Uh, for coming on and sharing this wonderful time with us and spreading your value, your wisdom, the things you said in the opening are going to help so many people. I am confident of that. Uh, So I appreciate you for living true to yourself and for being authentic with all of us. Mad respect. Thank you, Joe. It's amazing being with you again. I
1: appreciate that so much. and, And so good to see you.
0: All right. That is it. Our show has come to the end. On behalf of this amazing man who's now over on this side, Jason Nast, I am your host, Brian Kelly, of the Mind Body Business Show. That is it for this show. So until next week, we will be live once again with another phenomenal guest. Until then, we'll see you. Be blessed. Take care. So long. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast. W. My name is Brian Kelly.